0: As I say in the song, it's like, you're either black, white, or mixed. It's like, that's not how it has to be. No. We are all people.
1: Welcome to episode 007 for Rawness of Reality. In this episode, you have the opportunity to meet Pittsburgh icon, Jimmy Joe Bucin. Jimmy Joe is the lead MC of Uptown Woods and has also just released his own solo expedition called open for business. You can check that out on Spotify. Jimmy Joe is a great individual, but honestly, I bet you're tired of hearing from me. Here's Jimmy Joe Busick. Yeah. Jimmy Joe Busick or Jimbo? Because I know you as Jimbo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can call me
0: whatever you want. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> That's what's up. But I have been going by Jimmy Joe. I kind of switched my artist name about like six months ago. hmm um, I just wanted to go by a name, like my actual birth name, that I was recognized mm-hmm. that way like later in my career. I wouldn't have any problems with people finding me and stuff like that. Easier mm-hmm. to locate. I also like got real into jazz at the end of college. And I think that had a big influence on the name switch, too. Just like, okay, I'm going to just use my name. Why do I need to have a stage name? It mm-hmm. just didn't make sense. And what
1: was your stage name? It
0: was supplant. Supplant. Which I still love. I love the name, theme, and meaning behind that idea. And I'll Mm -hmm. probably do something album oriented with that title. But in terms of like my artist identity, I think Mm -hmm. it just makes sense for it to just be Jimmy Joe Mm Busek. Because it was like also uh, what my mom would call me when I was little. She'd be like, Jimmy Joe. My Jimmy Joe. So it's like kind of cute too.
1: Okay. Well, what's the meaning behind supplant?
0: Supplant is actually... It's like the Hebrew translation of Joseph, which was supplanter to like supersede and replace. Because that's kind of like what Joseph did Mm -hmm. with the whole story of the Bible. Which I I love all the meaning behind that. But yeah, Jimmy Joe kind of just sticks. It's nice too, because a lot of people think I got the name because my dad's name is Jim. Mm -hmm. But actually... My dad moved out of the city like the year I was born, and he spent a year and a half traveling from Spring Hill to Cranberry with his two friends, Jim Hoover and Joe Dolsky, and they helped him build the house over a year and a half. So that's kind of that's where I got my name. It was, like from him, yeah, yeah. Jim and Joe. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't actually like my dad's because everyone's like, oh, it's just like. Do you like and your Jim. name? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's an interesting yeah. question. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's definitely. I don't. Know, I feel like I feel like everyone thinks about that at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my name, like, how how the fuck did my parents get here? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But. Yeah.
1: All right. So, so yeah, thanks for coming on today with thanks. us. Thank you for having me. Personally, I've kept up with your music uh, since you were at Duquesne. Still at Duquesne? No, no. No, okay, you've graduated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Congrats on that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. It feels great. Yeah. Oh, uh, bet. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I've kept up with your music, and I know a lot of like Duquesne students have, and now Pittsburghers actually, like, keep up with your music, and it's really cool seeing you, one, you're a part of Uptown Woods, and two, you've kind of just, like, veered off and, like, you're doing your own thing now mm. as Jimmy Jeb Music, and uh, your style is awesome. Hey, thank like, you, man. Like, I was listening to Open for Business yeah. this past week on repeat a lot, Hey. Because, for one, I, I want to get an idea of like who I'm talking to. I know you well, mm-hmm. but I also want to know you through your music. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. And and so that brings me to my first like real question here. And it's cool, like, cool. Uh, could you name just one moment that had the most profound influence on you and your music? Ooh, wow, that's
0: tough. <laughs> that's a good one, though. That's a great one. I would say some of the... Mo- I remember this moment... We're playing at the Zenith, uh, February twenty fourth, two thousand fifteen. I think that's the Uptown Woods. Yeah, with the Uptown Woods, and I remember playing that set and being so lost. And since then, it had happened a couple times, but there was something so beautiful about that moment, just like creating in the moment with like fellow like creative minds. And being able to contribute to something that was in the moment and could never be created the same way again. Like, something about that, like, Mm -hmm. I just had the realization, I was like, wow, this is really special right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that was one of, I'd say definitely, one of the most profound moments of performing um, music. There's definitely been other moments of, like, great, felt like great accolades and accomplishment. But I'd say that was one of the most... I guess raw moments. Mm. <laughs> we'll put raw it. We'll put it where I was just like, "Wow, this is like, this is special."
1: Could you tell us a defining year for you in which you know music was one of your passions? Mm.
0: That's a good one. I mean, I first released music when I was in high school. Um, I remember I came into school and I was like, told my friends, I was like, "Hey, I got something for you guys to laugh at," because mm. I knew everyone was going to just cut up on me. Sound was not good. Like I didn't mm-hmm. go into a studio. Probably recorded it like on my like phone or like a laptop microphone. Like yeah. it sounded like shit. But I, I was so excited. I was so. I think you remember that song um, by Tiger. That song faded. Yeah, faded, faded, faded. Faded, <laughs>
1: faded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a, remi- a bump Tiger all the time. Yeah, I had a
0: remix of that and like a remix of like Teach Me How to Dougie and like mm. some other track. I released them all in, like way back when. But that was what one of the first times I, like, released music, and it's still up there if anyone wants to go look for it. Yeah, it's going to be hard to find, though. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, I'm not going to tell no? you. Okay. It'll be hard. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm I've intrigued. left it up there, though. I mm-hmm. thought many times about taking it down because it, like, doesn't yeah. sound good at all. But I don't know. I think I think it's a cool little gem if someone were ever to stumble upon it and put yeah. it all together. They'd be like, wow, like, what a progression. Something
1: that makes me think about, so you said, like, the first time you put out music, you you showed your friends it, and you approached them as if it were a joke, but what you just said here was that you were proud of it, Mm -hmm. and and you're not a comedian. I mean, you're a funny guy, Mm -hmm. but you're not a comedian, so when did you first approach them?
0: Did you... I just came into school, like, the next... I, like, mm -hmm. had all the ideas, did it, and then just, like, posted it and came in the Mm -hmm. next day. It was like, hey, like...
1: I, I, did you I, want them to joke about it, or did you just uh, know that no. was going to happen?
0: I knew, I, I think that was probably the safe approach, because if I had come in, mm-hmm. like, oh, yo, I'm rapping now, bros, <laughs> like, check this out, and I think that they would... <laughs> it would have been a joke, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. So I think that was probably getting on the fork, because I knew, like, my recording quality at the time was not professional. hmm so, but, so yeah, yeah.
1: you took yourself seriously then, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when did others start to take you seriously?
0: That's a good question. I think whenever I came to college. I think in high school, everybody, they like knew I wanted to do music. But I also think I didn't really know how I was going to do it yet. Mm-hmm. Via Duquesne, I was able to meet so many creative minds and talented musicians that I still work with today. Those connections and friendships... That was honestly what I paid for from Duquesne. Like, I didn't pay for the education. Those connections were in, invaluable. So I think that's whenever being, like, then, like, an MC for, like, a jazz band that all is, like, um in, like, a renowned school coming from really great cats. I think that's whenever people started to take the music a lot more seriously. And then I was like, okay, well, now that people are taking me seriously, I can release my own solo stuff. mm mm-hmm. So I think that's that's probably how that all progressed. That's a great question though, because it is interesting to see how like things slowly developed. Mm-hmm. I don't know because well,
1: internally up, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it matters about. For one, we we can we can instill confidence in ourselves, but when we put something authentic and unique out to the world, and we're we're younger, or older, no matter what age we are, when we put something unique out, it's. It's a vulnerable thing for us. Oh yeah. And if if people joke about it, well, if you approach them as if it were a joke, then it's less vulnerable. But once you're serious and they're still joking, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh yeah, that no, hurts. absolutely, you know? yeah. So, absolutely. so that's and cool that, though that you have the support though from people mm-hmm. you've met through Duquesne and and the area.
0: Yeah, no, that's definitely too something that took a while to develop, like confidence. I mm-hmm. feel like. I, that's what took me so long to release my solo stuff, was because I had released or I'd been working with like the Uptown Woods for a while, but then I finally felt I was like, you know what, this like what I'm doing, I like this and I love this and I think it's dope, mm-hmm. and what other people think does not matter. It doesn't like no, they could yeah. tell me to my face mm-hmm. like it sucks, and I'd be like, cool, like I'm glad that you mm-hmm. told me. And, like, I will take away from that. I will take away from that. Mm -hmm. And if you have any constructive feedback as to why Mm -hmm. it sucks, I'd love to hear it. Yep. But Mm -hmm. um, it really wouldn't, like, it wouldn't bother me. You know what I mean? I get that. I remember we played, like, Battle of the Bands. I was still in college, so, like, two years ago. And I remember one of the police officers asked me. I was just standing there, and he was like, are you are you nervous and i don't know i didn't even like think about the response i just kind of said it i was like oh man not at all I was like what we're about to do is going to be so beautiful and it's never going to happen again mm-hmm. and he was just like <laughs> <laughs> i was like that's how i felt though i was like so I, that was definitely a peak of a peak of my confidence too i think i, I simmered down a bit the mm-hmm. path, which is good it's good to go through finding the line between overconfidence and underconfidence in music, I think is huge. Because you see a lot of people trying to post things every day and as much as they can, and that's great. But I think it's also good to be thorough with your content and only Mm -hmm. releasing, like, the best stuff.
1: That makes sense.
0: I got this loop pedal probably six months ago, and um, it just allows you to, like, layer different sounds. I have a music synthesizer, so... All the friends come over, that's kind of like our Xbox mm-hmm. and our right, PS3. Okay. We like, we'll put together a loop, and uh, sometimes you only have 10 minutes, sometimes we work together, but we're going to release all of these loops that we've been recording um, probably in like the next month under mm-hmm. the title Public Loophole, will be the artist's name. Okay. And we probably had 300 plus loops when we. Um, started going through them and laced listening, being mm-hmm. like, okay, do we like this? Do we not? What's. And now we're down to 58.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. And, we'll and probably
0: is, do another vetting too before we release them.
1: Is it collective on if you all like it or if you all don't like it? Like... So we
0: said it started off um, as a mix, but then towards the end, we said we need an, a yes from everybody. Okay. That way mm-hmm. there's no question yeah of if we like it or not which right. i think was a it was a great move because mm-hmm. now like we're just we're pretty set on everything
1: well, you're, in, you're in it together then too everyone yeah, has yeah. A it's like
0: everyone that is in the uptown woods has been making them mm-hmm. we're just going to release it under like a different name because it's not um whenever you're doing the loops you're layering sound on top of sound and there's no chance to mix the sounds properly there's no individual instrument tracks it's just one mm-hmm. file so we can master them but the point of the loop is for it to be like a quick idea um, and it's the workflow is so efficient We're not trying to like go in record each instrument then go back chop edit it's just kind of like there as is if you don't like something about it mm-hmm. then it probably didn't make the cut okay so it's very it's very quick though that's why we we're able to make so many I think mm-hmm I'll I'll let you know whenever it's it's dropping. Please, please do. yeah, <laughs>
1: please, yeah. I, I I like I said, I really love listening to your music. You, your style reminds me of Anderson Pack. Oh, Anderson Pack. Yeah, he's great. He is yeah. a
0: great album that like, just came out, Oxnard. And...
1: So I have a I have a question about um, one of your solo songs. Oh please, August. 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 I really like it. Yeah, and it it hits on recent events in the city of Pittsburgh as well, uh, especially towards the end of it. Mm-hmm. and what you say. You even have snippets of people speaking up at the Antoine Rose marches mm-hmm. uh, that were in the city. And I, I just wanted to know what motivated the track August. And I encourage any listeners, go out there on Spotify. Jimmy, Joe, Busick, hit open for business. His, his album released February 9th uh, this past year. Track August, I definitely recommend. So,
0: Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, that that track uh yeah that antoine rose shooting in july was very was very powerful for a lot of people i knew police brutality was a very serious thing that was taking place still in america today but i don't think i had taken the time to really research mm-hmm and see how bad it was. And then when I watched the video, I, I just felt so cold. I felt, I don't know. I just, I couldn't believe Sean King. He's a journalist, posts a lot of great content and he posted the whole video. That was one of the craziest things I've watched because I'd seen the video but on all the news stations, they weren't releasing the whole video. They were only releasing like ten seconds of him being shot. They didn't release after the shot. You hear the one police officer, like, say profound things using like N-word, hard R, and there was just it was in cold blood, and there was no place for that action or language.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And seeing all that, and then I have a couple friends, Brittany Chantel, that's very involved with or- helping orchestrate and being part of those protests and rallies, and seeing her like post about it, and then I just kind of became—I don't know it just I went into like a like a hole right after that day. Mm-hmm. Like I started Facebooking, Googling. Anything I could find about the case, because I wanted all the facts. Like I didn't want to just get so worked up about something if, like, there wasn't need to be worked up about Mm it. You know, like, and I do understand everything in the case, and I do understand the verdict, and I still think it's wrong. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, You, you kind of knew um, he was going to be acquitted. I mean, your song came mm -hmm. out before the case, and you you in in your song you you say something about all officers being acquitted mm-hmm. and it's
0: a very because it's a very true thing, and that's like I would go down to the protests and I've never it was such a powerful experience for me'cause you mm-hmm. see you see these strong black women that have lost children and that are there supporting antoine Rose's mother trying to comfort her because they've been through the same thing Mm -hmm. and like they all had a story about how they lost their son and it was just so eye opening and like so powerful and moving to see his mother just crying like what do you say what do you say to that woman Mm -hmm. you know I have no words for yeah like she's probably looking at I don't know like it just it the whole subject is so moving and powerful, and I I felt ashamed how many times I went down and only saw, like, a handful of white people at the protests. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to come together as a society to say this isn't okay. Yeah, All races. That's what's going to make it powerful when we come together. Mm-hmm. So I, I really was so moved by all of... Going down to the protests and being part of all of that, that I I made the song August. Um, yeah, I guys, I guess that's
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: how it came to be. Um, I think the part about the acquittal that came from a lot of the words, like those the black women leaders in Black Ops that they would um. They would tell us. They would say, like, we need to be out here every day until he's convicted. Mm -hmm. They'd say, he's charged. He's going to get acquitted. Like, we need to be out here until he is convicted. And sure enough,
1: Mm -hmm. he was acquitted. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. I find it interesting that you said that uh, in a song you had on this where it's not really about race and people... Don't talk really about heritage.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: and I, I I like what you said about that because it's not about race. And, yes, we, we come from different heritages. Mm-hmm. But we make it so much about race.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it's yeah, just... it's like you're either, as I say in the song, it's like you're either black, white, or mixed. It's mm-hmm. like that's not how it has to be. Like, no. We are all people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's a lot of what that album, I think, strives to try to instill thoughts in people of, e- of equality and mm-hmm. peace.
1: What's your favorite song on the album? Oh, that's tough.
0: <laughs> I really like August and Living the Dream. Those are the two ones we just talked about. I really mm-hmm. like uh, 500 as well. That song means a lot to me.
1: I like how you incorporate different medias in it too like like what I mean by that is it's not just your voice like you hear uh, okay. news announced and and different uh, like you started off with like oh, someone asked you a question I, I can't remember the question okay well, I think what's it's what's up your the opinion? August track yeah, yeah what's your opinion was, yeah. what do you say again what it's what's your opinion? Well, yeah that's actually
0: my friend Garrett Schaefer and Ross Antonich they produce all the beats mm-hmm. um, that I rap on my solo projects I think Garrett Schaefer made that beat, and he's been he's incorporated a lot of those little vocal chops yeah. into some of the beats. So there'll be more of those. And that one was one that that wasn't me talking. Whenever he was like, "So what's your opinion?" So he found mm-hmm. that on some vinyl record and then sampled it. Yeah, I really like how track. you guys do that. Yeah, he cool. yeah the Ross and Garrett both have MPCs and um, the analog feel. Is raw, <laughs> uh, yes. and there's nothing, there's nothing to change about that. Mm-hmm. That's definitely there to stay.
1: Okay, so what pressures are on you as a lead singer? Uh,
0: don't fuck it up. No, <laughs> not too much. Like I don't know the guy. The guys are real cool. I'm like friends with all of them too. So mm-hmm. it's just like playing with um playing with your friends. It's really it's really relaxed. Nothing crazy. Um, I feel comfortable around them, too. Like, I'm able to be myself. I'm able to kind of go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely take take it very seriously because I know the caliber of the musicians that I am playing with. And I know how hard they work. So knowing that, sometimes I'll definitely, like, remind, I'll always remind myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I am... I've always viewed it. I am honored to play with all of those musicians. Mm-hmm. I'd I never look at it. I feel like a lot of MCs, um, singers will look at it the other way. Oh, the band—they're so lucky to mm-hmm. play with me. Okay. It's like no. Like I look at it the other. I'm like, wow. I am privileged to play so with these with people. Them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I feel so humble. They're they're all geniuses. Mm-hmm. They're so smart.
1: <laughs> you guys really play well together, and and people. People enjoy your music. I think there was a day, it was like a Duquesne doesn't hate day.
0: Oh yeah, we've done on, AWOC. Mm-hmm,
1: on AWOC. Yeah. Done a On a you've done a quite a bit on a yeah, 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 we've done some a walk things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. But I remember, I just remember that day specifically. We were supposed to have a hate group come to campus, and oh, yeah. people reached out to you guys to play, and your your music was was uplifting. But not because it's uplifting music. It was just uplifting to hear. You know mm, what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. like the feeling it instills in people is just, it's its like a calming feeling. It's, hey. it's like when I look at a blue sky. Like, 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 uh, yeah. Today is nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ah, God damn, God is good. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just remember people feeling at ease knowing that you guys were playing over there. And uh, yeah, it was like really cool. So Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, here, here, so uh, what is one thing your mom has taught you? Oh
0: wow. I'm definitely a mama's boy. <laughs> okay. Um my mom went to the Wheeler school which was like practicing your etiquette and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think um apart from like where the silverware goes on the table uh mm-hmm. I'd say one important thing that my mom taught me was to never mix your patterns. So don't be wearing, like, striped pants with, like, a like a dotted shirt or something like that. Okay. I think that was huge. That's yeah. huge. Because see, I'll see it happen every once in a while. And I, in my head, I'm like, oh, that's a no-no. Yeah. <laughs> but Her if your mom
1: didn't teach them. If she told me, then I'd
0: be like, damn, that is hip. I'm about to go get me, like, eight polka dot shirts <laughs> and rock them. Okay.
1: That's, that's cool. I I like that. I, uh... I don't know if I even know how to dress myself. But.
0: <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, it is so tough.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly I prefer free shirts. Like from from like like okay. I like doing like like nonprofit events. I don't do it for them free shirts, but I do <laughs> I do enjoy the free shirts. That you, get, you know what I mean? No, Yo, you guys don't got free shirts. No, <laughs> yeah, I <don't. laughs> yeah, I guess I can't do this. one. No, how would you make money at an ice cream stand in Market Square?
0: Damn, maybe have a couple. Naked women serving the ice cream, <laughs> I'd probably like go over okay. well.
1: What's like one legal way you do it?
0: I think that's legal. Is it? If the stand was closed. <laughs>
1: okay. Maybe. Maybe. It's brought
0: public nudity. Maybe if you're definitely. sponsored by a strip club. Yeah. Okay. Or if it was like a closed off ice cream parlor, you know, like the the big circle that's down there. Yeah. If you just had like a little like photo booth, everyone would be like, what's 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 in there? It says ice cream, but like, I don't know. It's like, no, 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 no. There's ice cream in there. And naked women. <laughs> like, it's tight. Go, go. I feel like you'd make millions.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think, Maybe, I I think you're onto something. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to fire off like a few quick questions. Okay. Uh, just hit me with some quick answers. One superpower you could have.
0: Oh, if I could hold my breath. For as long as I wanted, that would be cool. If I could just like project uh, like forever. Yeah. If I wanted, that would be nice. Not having to worry about really breathing. I don't know how that would work vocally, mm-hmm. but that could be cool.
1: Okay. Favorite jazz musician.
0: Uh, Jerry Mulligan.
1: Jerry Mulligan. Okay. Uh, number one place you'd love to visit. Australia. Okay. Favorite garbage bag brand.
0: Oh wow, Glad.
1: Favorite painter.
0: I have to pick someone that's dead. I have too many painter friends. Okay. I don't want to offend anyone. We'll mm-hmm. go Andy Warhol. It's anyone. safe.
1: Okay. That is a safe painter. And what does rawness of reality mean to you?
0: Oh, uh, rawness of reality. Mm-hmm. I think I think those those moments that happen in life whenever you're like, you know what's going on, but not everybody knows what's going on. Um And I think a lot of times something comical can be found out of those moments. Mm -hmm. So, like, I recently started doing, working at Foxtail, the new nightclub in Southside. I wasn't really trying, I was, my main passion, love, is making music. But via financial opportunity, I started working there, then... The lighting director left. I kind of inherited the lighting director's mm-hmm. responsibilities. So now I'm there much more often. But long story short, um, I'd get acclimated with the program because they have a very in depth, expensive system there. Mm-hmm. So there were a couple times the first weekends, uh, the system would crash. So, like, the lights are doing all these crazy things, like different colors, the strobing. It looks like great, it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then the system would crash and all this like all the lights would just stop and then there would just like be one light on and it'd just be like a white spotlight and it'd just be going around the crowd like circling mm-hmm. around around like while i'm trying to fix everything up in the boot and in my head i'm like god damn it like yes no oh we bought illegal stuff like how do I fix this? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm freaking out. Yeah. And I saw a picture, a video or a boomerang of when that happened, mm-hmm. like, on their social media. So, like, people must have just thought it was intentional. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, wow. Everything's blacked out except that one light. It's going around, like, circles. Like, this is yeah. tight. But... That was, like, not intentional. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think moments like that where it could be, like, a slight hiccup, but it works. And um, if it goes unnoticed, it might even be cool to some people. Yeah, Because I think we have, like, a lot of good things that happen via mistakes in humankind. Isn't that Mm -hmm. how we made champagne or something? Like, I think that's how champagne was made. Okay. Maybe. Fact check. Yeah, we'll fact check <laughs> later, but, yeah,
1: We always fact check people later. So. Cool. Yeah, and uh, so is there any anything you'd want to tell our listeners before we end about upcoming shows, mm-hmm. what you're doing?
0: So the Uptown Woods is over at the Cigar Bar Burned by Rocky Patel on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. We're not here this 30th coming up. Rick Gilbert is in, but we will be there consistently Saturdays, um, April through August, at least as of now. So I invite anyone to come check out um, mm-hmm. our band over there, do j- a lot of jazz. And that's a also- North Shore, Yes, okay. yes. And then I also uh, would say stay tuned. I'm about to be dropping some solo music mm-hmm. very soon. I got an album coming out. The album is going to be titled Dry, Not Wet. Okay. And I haven't released that yet. Mm-hmm. So that's for all the listeners out there. All right. stay tuned dry not wet it'll probably be out in a couple
1: months alright dry not wet you heard it we're out what's up what's up back again <laughs> I just want to say I found it to be an extremely insightful conversation I thoroughly enjoyed talking with Jimmy Jokes. if you guys enjoyed listening please subscribe on all of our channels we can only get better from here and also don't forget to go to Apple and rate us five stars and write up a review DM us on Instagram Email us at reality at gmail.com. We're open to constructive criticism and looking for how we can improve each and every episode from you. And a big thank you to Mike Campus, our production manager, and Joe Cal on the Beats. And remember, stay raw with reality.